everybody. Thank you for joining us today on another episode of What the Hex. I'm Archie. I'm Shannon. And I'm Joe. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us today on another episode of What the Hex. I'm Archie. I'm Shannon. I'm Joe. For 50000 I know Joe's answer on this, so this is more towards Shannon. Uh, for $50,000, though, would you spend the night, one night, in the basement of the real conjuring house in Rhode Island? No, not a chance. That was way fast, way faster of an answer than I expected. Like alone or is it? Mean, uh, you could have like a little crew or something, maybe like three other people or whatever. But like the, the purpose is like, so for example, other people who accept the offer can go with you, but it's like a max of like three people, three, four people. So if it was the three of us going? Yeah, so say we each got $50,000. If I do it solo, do I get the other 50K of each individual person? Yes, and free therapy sessions, you fuck. (laughs) I don't need the therapy sessions. I'll just take the uh, fucking extra 100K. Yo, that's... I always think about, like, for real, though, just alone, like, you guys can kind of wander off in the house and stuff, but you have to spend a full 24 hours in the actual Rhode Island Conjuring house. You just changed it. You said spend a night in the basement, and now well, you change well, it to twenty-four hours. You have to house. sleep in the basement, but you you know the night portion of mm-hmm. the twenty-four hours would be in the basement. But uh, for the rest of the time, you can explore the if house. You guys were oh, there, easy. yes, because everything would attack Joey. Hundred and fifty k to spend a full day in a house him because he would be like getting like he'd be. They would be afraid of me. Actually, they would right attack us. They would be a terror. They'd be. They see me and they go, "Yeah, he was okay with all this. They aren't." So I'd be like, "All right, bring it." And it would go right past me, right to you. I'd be like, "Really, <laughs> really?" I would just think the entire time I. I'm not so sure this was historically accurate. I, obviously, this is like a Hollywood, you know, edition um, of, yeah. of the, what they put in. But that part where the kid claps behind her oh. on the stairs. You always said that. Was oh, like, my God. That, I, was, that got me. I, I would do that. Movie. I would do that the whole time. I, I would be, that's why I would, we're separate groups. I would be playing that game the whole time. I'd you're, be like, you're Friday night. I'm Saturday night. I'd be like, I'd walk in and I just, the first thing is like. And I just wait. I'm like, oh, you don't want to play the game with me? Huh? I would All right. stay so I far see from how the it stairs. Is. Yeah, I would stay far from the stairs. But, like, the basement itself, I remember watching, like, a clip of it. And it used to be, from what I understood, like, an old, old schoolhouse. And, like, kids would carve and, like, draw the figures they would see. And it was just, and like, they had the desks and stuff stored in the basement or something. It was just the most eerie thing ever. And they're like, yeah, this is where, like, this happened. This was where this took place. Shit, if the desks were still there, set the desks up and, like, act like it's a school again. You'd be like, all right, little fucks. Here's what's going to happen. 50K, I would do it for one full, like, day. I would do it. 50K, that's a lot of money. I'd push through it. Um, wouldn't go with you, but I would, I would <laughs> not do it for two. If they, if they offered me an extra, like 250 grand to go two nights. 250 grand. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They would have to up it that much for me to do a second night. Like I just, one night would be enough for me to just fully psychosis and go full fucking. 50K a night. Like, that'd be nothing. I, I would just know. be so uncomfortable. 50K would be awesome because then I could pay off my bills. That's but what I'm like, saying. Like for 24 hours of maybe done. some stuff, maybe you don't come out of it the same person. 
I would be or, pissed if I walked out of that house with nothing happening. Yeah, I mean, but then you just banked so 150k. I mean, still, <laughs> I banked 150k, but I still be pissed off. Back. Throw your GoPro down. I'd be like, oh. I'm like, more talk to house and fucking break my ass. Pissed Honestly, off walking away. People live there now. Somebody owns it. And they, they live there, so they don't. Well, yeah, they own it. Um, from what I understand, they don't live there, but they they have like their owner of the property, so they can go there whenever they want. They can open it up to tours whenever they want. They use that as so, kind of like a public. What you're saying is we yeah, go get a yeah. You tour. can you can definitely go there. You you have to contact the owners, set up like scheduling stuff like that, and then they talk about price, whatever. But I mean, it's a smart deal. They're into paranormal. They love that kind of shit. So for them to buy the property and, and then money. to use make money off of it as like a tour and like I mean that's super smart. The the daughter she had a TikTok. I don't know. I mean, I, from when I had it, I would watch some of it where you know she would go with her parents. You know, when they would do stuff around the house over there and she would go read, hang out and just like walk around the house and she would just vlog her doing some fun, funny stuff or whatever. And like tell about stories and like what happened, you know, when she's like, yeah, like I'll see some figures sometime in the corner of my eyes or like a book will be moved to this and that, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, no, I wouldn't. If I were her, I'd just be like, I'd be there. I couldn't even see. I don't know if I'd even step in the house and be Dude, like, let's go. Okay I would like it. to go on a tour during the middle of the day. You know what I mean? And see it, but I think at night I would have a panic attack. All right, I will. I'm gonna figure out the pricing and all that stuff uh, for a for a night lockdown, and then see how much it is for a three person night lockdown. We'll go do it. Random. Where is it? Like YouTube group, like YouTubers. Yeah. Like gonna, you know, they they're just got in touch with them and they were allowed to do like an investigation overnight with them and I'm just like, well, <laughs> oh, Ethan, that I'll, I'm I'm gonna set this up. The well, three of us. Uh, you go Friday night, I'll go Saturday. No, no, the three of us. <laughs> All together, the whole time. Where no. is this house at? Uh, Rhode Island. I've always from, wanted to from see what that. Thing. Yeah. yeah, so we'll go to Rhode Island. I'll set this up. I'll so figure out what the prices are and all that. Fun jazz. You're Friday, though. <laughs> oh, no, no. We're, we're going there. We're going to do a whole night. Three of us together. Same house, same night. Hold on. Oh, my God. You're going to make stuff follow me in Archie Hall. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to be with me the whole time. Is I can just go wander off wherever. Yeah, and we're going to be like, um, yeah, we'll stay in this corner. <laughs> and you're going to be like yelling at ghosts. Going to figure out their name. Like, hey, and over And overnight for, uh, so per person, overnight is 125 bucks. Oh, done. I will pay for all three of us. On, no. the, on the weekends, it's a flat 750 for six guests and 125 for each additional person. Shit, we'll do it. According to people.com. We'll do it a weekday. I'll pay for all three of us overnight. Let's go. All right, let's jump into this. 100% will do. Stop giving Joe ideas. No questions. Joe's going to show up with like the Conjuring movie and a DVD player and be like, so who's ready? I will. He's going to be like, for your guys' birthday, we are going to the Watch the Conjuring in the Conjuring house. I hate myself for saying what I said. No. Uh, and I'll dress up like Ed, or uh, I'll, I'll yeah, I'll dress up like Ed War in the whole. I'll be like dressed up as in the whole time. Just so piss off Ed the spirits. No. They're like, I already thought I dealt with you. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm back. Oh uh, hell like, no. Hell no. They're gonna, they're gonna like feel my presence in my world. be like, um, he's an angry fellow. The girl, the little one of the little girls from the the Conjuring. She yeah. she grew up. Um, she's probably like 19 or something now. She was in the Kissing Booth movies. On Netflix. Really? Right? Yeah. She's the same girl from The Conjuring. Oh, the actress. Guy. She, so there's a scene in the movie where like the mother had thought they had like, a, she had an iron deficiency, but it turned out like the bruises were 
like she was getting bruises on her bodies from the, the, the spirits and stuff like that. Well, the actual actress in real life, out of the, the blue, developed a blood disorder that was giving her bruises. Oh, my God. And, uh, like, literally just out of the blue, when they started filming that specific part of the movie, that's when it started to develop. And when they were done filming, no trace of that, like, disease or whatever. That's called perfect method acting. Did they film it in the actual house, or? No. uh, I mean, no, they didn't. No, that wasn't the actual house. The actual house is kind of small, actually, like, in comparison um, I believe it's only one story other than the yeah, basement. Yeah, I think it's like a ranch. But the one in the movie is like three stories or something. Yeah, I thought it was just two-story. They should have filmed um, it I think it might house. be a ranch with a basement. I could be wrong. That's I, was saying, I thought I the thought one too. in the movie was a two-story yeah, with a basement. The one, yeah, the, the one, one in the movie movies. Was... Yeah. It's crazy size. So. <laughs> We're going to Rhode Island. And uh, today we have some uh, pretty interesting topic uh, of this. Wow, pretty interesting topic of discussion. A pretty interesting topic to discuss, uh, and if you have not yet noticed about our double intro there, it's about deja vu. It's about deja vu. <laughs> You're so clever. <laughs> and we're not talking about the beloved Beyonce song. No, we're talking about the actual phenomenon that many, 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 many people experience. Um, I did not know that was a Beyonce song. Oh my God. Maybe that's what it is so you. And maybe that's where it's deja vu. No. Never heard that song? No, I have not. She was fired, dude. <laughs> dude, I think I've ever heard like one and a half Beyonce songs in my entire existence. Oh my existence. God, you aren't living. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, everyone's uh, deprived of something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, so we are going to dive into this topic today. We'd like to break it up a little bit. So uh, we want to get into the science of it, kind of explain as to why it it happens or why we have, you know, our best idea um, as to why this phenomenon takes place. Um, and then we're going to kind of dig into some some stories on it, some some t- uh, topics to debate about it, but as well as the, the paranormal side of it, because I know there's not just one underlining meaning for it. I think a lot of people um, can decipher it uh, in their own way. Definitely. Yeah, because I got a story that I would love to see if you actually have a because this one's like, I'm reading it and it's like hard deja vu. Like, I'm like, I'm sitting here trying to figure out how he, this one was even possible. And I'd love to see if yours have any scientific explanation that can even come close to like. Okay. Because I, for the life of me, cannot figure out like, because it is that vivid. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll start out with it too. If you yeah, want. yeah. How about you start yeah. first? Now okay. I'm intrigued. Yeah. yeah. I need so, to know. So, um, this was uh, three years ago from a guy on Reddit. Uh, Clark Meister 95 and he says um, that he was probably 13 or 14 at the time in his room sitting at his desk doing homework and eating his dinner which he said he was about halfway finished and he heard a knock on his door and um, he told whoever it was to come into the room and it was his mom holding a plate of dinner which made him very confused because as he said he was halfway done eating dinner so he says this to his mom. He's like, hey, I'm about halfway done with eating dinner. She points out that she just finished making dinner to where then he turns, looks over at his desk, no plate of food whatsoever. It just, the whole dinner gone. The Everything that he was thinking, eating the dinner, remembering, getting halfway through said dinner. 
Go on. I want to know if, like, detail-wise, I want to know if, like, his his original version of him eating was the same exact, like, dinner, like, food-wise as what the mom made. Because if it was, like, identical, then uh, that's why I'm glad you brought it up because I think at some at some portion of this, um, like, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, this phenomenon that maybe he found himself in some sort of, like, time warp or, like, like a loop or something, like a glitch. Yeah, because I read that. I was like, how? How do you get halfway done with the dinner and then for you just to realize it never existed? Yeah. (laughs) Also, what a lucky bastard. His mom brought him his dinner to his room. Like, holy shit. Twice, apparently. Yeah, fucking twice (laughs) his mom brought it. My mom would be like, get your ass to the table! (laughs) That is so interesting. Like, I've experienced it to the point where like yeah like i'm standing in the middle of my my deja vu episode if you will thinking like almost to the point where i could start kind of saying like looking at someone and go you're about to say this and then you know sometimes you're like what are you talking about i wasn't gonna say anything or you know they're saying like i was actually gonna like refer to this or that or something like getting kind of close i would say there's like three or four stories i found on reddit that were that like people were talking and like they was like, oh, no, you already told me this before. And they would finish yeah. the entire person's sentence. And they were like, I have this literally happened like an hour ago. And I'm just now telling you because you had no idea what was that. And we're like, really? I have personally experienced that myself. And it and it freaked me out to the point where I'm like, there's something more to this. You know, it's crazy. So I'm hoping that with um, the more scientific aspect, when I explain it, it might make sense more so, it might not. It might just confuse us even more. Oh God! Um, but I definitely, I don't know. Deja vu is one of those things where you can have. I think everyone has their own uh, crazy little opinion to it, and that's really cool because I love hearing about that. You know what people think about it. I agree, and just the way people decipher it in different yeah. cultures, and even just like everybody's personal idea of what it is. Yeah, because that would be. That would be crazy to think that this uh, particular person Joe was talking about kind of fell into a very rare, short time loop of some sort, you know, like or a Groundhog like, Day, but like a moment of it. Or, you know, you when you put a CD into something and it skips because there's mm-hmm. a scratch on it or something, you know, like that, yeah. like it skipped kind of that moment. It went back to a small little ripple. Yeah. That caused a weird effect. So. <clears throat> I can jump into it now. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. All right. So um, <clears throat> I pulled up a uh, article while I was doing some research. Uh, this is from uh, ampproject.org, which is like a BBC science focus magazine. Um, so deja vu is actually French for already seen, which I didn't know. I thought that was fucking cool. Um, <laughs> so uh, in this specific article, we have a neuroscientist by the name of Dr. Akira uh, O'Connor, who is a senior um, psychology, psychology, wow, I think I mispronounced that one pretty psychology. bad. Psychology. Uh, psychology lecturer at the University of St. Andrews. Um, so deja vu is not only a feeling of familiarity, but also a um, metacognitive recognition of a specific feeling being misplaced. 
So uh, basically what, uh, what that's referring to is uh, this. <clears throat> uh, so neuroscientists determined um, that this memory illusion is actually a sign of a healthy brain. Um, and they were, they were saying once a month is about the average time someone will experience deja vu. So my brain's not healthy. So mine's not healthy. Cause I don't, I, I remember having deja vu, you know, but I definitely not within the last few months. You yeah, know? deja vu, the deja vu. <laughs> yeah, deja vu, du vu. Uh, there was actually a, de- a form of deja vu where people experienced um, their, like, so instead of deja vu being something that, uh, uh, translated to already seen. I can't remember the pronunciation of it, but it's similar to deja vu, but it's like deja vu or something weird like that. And it translates to already lived. And it's basically people were having like deja vu moments, but not so much about like a specific moment or feeling. It's them like knowing that they have lived this portion of their life already. That's so uh, weird. That, yeah. has, that has happened to me so many times. Like, yeah. you feel like you've lived that moment? Yeah. Like, I'm just like, I'll be doing something. Like, I've literally have done this. I mean, like, mm-hmm. word for word, movement for movement. Everything was like, I've already done this. Yeah. Like, I'll be out, go, I'll, I'll go out somewhere, and like, I'll be like, I, I and I'll stand up and I'll be like, I was just here already. Like, I just, like, I remember it vividly. I was already here doing this exact same thing to mm-hmm. a T. I'm like, <clears throat> no, because I just, I am just now going here. I'm just now like doing stuff like going over to a different state to go do something like walk around. Never been there before. Never done anything. I'll go there. I'm like, I've already been here. Well, I like, I'll know exactly like what trail to walk through or what area to go to. And I'm like, how the hell do I know this? It's so weird. I was going to bring that up. I was going to ask if you guys have gone into a building where like the layout is just so familiar and you're just like, there's going to be an exit behind this like wall or something. And then there's an exit behind the door, you know, where you almost have like a, uh, a psychic glip where you're just like, I have been here before, but like, obviously, you know, it's a, I, in, it's a part of the world that you've literally never traveled to before. I've done it in college when I was at film school, we mm-hmm. had a connecting building that was like this big, beautiful, like ballroom mm-hmm. with like, we use it as like a classroom for like directing <laughs> class. And I swear I have been in that room before. Even though it is private film like area, like for the school only, they had, we are the only, like our school was the only one that had access to that area and that room. I knew exactly like which door connected to what door, which hallway connected to what hallway. What was it, like each room? I was like, oh yeah, that's a closet, that's a like office room. Like I just knew exactly which room was which, and there was like, how do you know this? I'm like, <clears throat> lucky guess. <laughs> I the closest I've gotten to that is. Um, having a dream about a, a house or um, a building or a layout and then um, right after that dream in a short span of time visiting a, a, a specific place that had that same layout and I, I would tell myself like I had dreamt of this place before and that's happened to me a few times where I've literally gone into a specific place that I have dreamt of not so much of like you know I'm not going to walk into a hospital and like I dreamt of this hospital it's like I walk I dreamt of a random ass building for just like a, that could have been like a library or something. And then I walk into a, a post office or a hospital or, a, a, you know, just a random building. And it had the exact same layout. Everything I remembered it being the same. Like I had a dream about this building, you know, like an apocalyptic type of setting where this whole building was blown up. But that was in the dream in real life. It's the same exact building, but it's in perfect condition. 
And I was like, that's weird because this side of the building was blown off. Zombies were coming in from over there. I'm like, is that going to happen? Is that where I'm at right now? Is the world going to like, you know, a nuclear explosion is going to happen and zombies are going to rush out of this building? Um, and I know you guys know the theory of like people saying like, oh, you're just able to tell the future. Or it's like future. Like premonitions. Type of premonition, you know, which I think um, Shannon might, might jump into there a little bit. But um, according to O'Connor, uh, deja vu actually occurs when the frontal region of the brain um, is attempting to correct an inaccurate memory. So that was pretty interesting. Um, and it's actually a sign that the uh, fact-checking regions of your brain are working really well. Um, hoping, I'm sorry, helping you to remember events correctly. So it's almost like a uh, autocorrect mechanism for memories. Um, that are showing that you apparently have a healthy brain. And none so, of us do. <laughs> and I'm waiting for that moment. <laughs> um, there, and from the research I've gathered, uh, there's actually no fully like agreed upon reason as to what exactly happens to your brain during deja vu. Um, but most theories do agree that it occurs when areas such as the um, temporal lobe feed the mind's frontal regions signaling that a past event is repeating itself so it's almost a strong familiar representation of a past memory that your brain acknowledges and is finding the differences but is also like finding the similarities at the same time and it's making you think like whoa i think i've been here before or like whoa i think i've seen this before when in reality you might have, you might not have been paying attention well enough or you might have just forgotten, but your brain can store an unbelievable amount of information. Like I will have a dream about something that I dreamt of like 16 years ago, but take off exactly where I left from that point. And it's just, it's the weirdest thing. So I just thought that in general was a really cool spin on, on deja vu because I've always gotten like spiritual or paranormal metaphysical turns on it, but I just never really understood like what your brain's kind of going through. So it's a cool like auto-correcting mechanism. That makes sense though, because, okay, for me, like you might do stuff in a routine. We are habitual as human beings. Like we have this kind of like schedule that we're on mm -hmm. and yeah. we do certain things. So, yeah, it's like, like with like morning routines, like your body automatically like wakes up at a certain time once you do it like mm -hmm. after a certain amount of time. Exactly. Like your body feels hungry at a certain time because like oh, you do that at a certain time. Something. Okay. But I, I even realized too with the way I word things and the way that I speak or the way I come up with things is like I'll write something. Okay, somebody's like, oh, here's the subject, write something about it. And this has actually happened to me where I found a piece of writing from me from years ago. And what I wrote was like close to word for word of something that I would say at this time now. It's just because we are so in this like habit and this is the way our brain works. I feel like if I, a lot of times when I've had deja vu, I'm doing an everyday task. You know what I mean? It's something that I probably most likely have done before. Like one time I had it majorly when I was like going to bed and I was like washing my face, you know, getting ready for bed and I'm brushing my teeth. I'm like, oh my God, I haven't done this. And then my dad comes up the stairs and he's talking to me. I'm like, oh my God, this is so weird. Like this is happening. But I'm like, realistically, out of the 26 years I've been on the earth, this has <laughs> had to have happened multiple times. Yeah. And this is just very similar to one of the other times that it's happened, you know? Yeah. Uh, paraphrasing here from, from what, uh, I got a little section here quoted by 
the neuroscientist O'Connor. He said, after this, the frontal decision-making areas of the brain effectively check uh, to see whether or not this signal is consistent with what is possible. It will ask, have I been here before? If you have actually been in that place before, you may try harder to retrieve more memories. If not, a deja vu realization can occur. So again, it kind of just like backs up that um, if you have been in a similar situation before, you might not remember it, but your brain does, and it will bring up a similar memory to find like its similarities and differences all at once. Just basically tricking your brain like something's going on here. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Like someone's about to say something and then someone says something. And it's basically them coding. How I'm interpreting it is like them coding past events to predict future events. And I, I think there was something like that. I think that was in like the first. No, not the first. There was a Marvel movie in which they were going to like make a bunch of people extinct because they were going to make bad decisions amongst the earth or something or like they take people's past decisions and then they Is that the Avengers? I don't know what it was. I don't know. I think Samuel Jackson was in that could be wrong. I think it was the Avengers, like one of the end games. No, it was there's a big ship that had a weapon on it and they were just gonna like take out a bunch of people who they've calculated would make bad decisions in the future based on their past decision making skills which was a a wrong thing to do because of free will and you know infinite probability of anything happening at any point in time but um but yeah i just kind of think that our brain when it bring when it finds a similar situation it will kind of mind fuck you a little bit there and make you think that you've either lived that or you've you know you're, you're having a future glimpse that makes sense, though, honestly. Yeah, it's um, really cool. With what I, like, I kind of looked up a little bit into the paranormal um, side of all of this. And, hold on, this email closed out on me. Um, Good old genies and premonitions and... <laughs> Genie in a bottle, the right way. So, it's funny because, like, an old theory on this was from Sigmund Freud... I knew you were going to say Sigmund Freud. It's the only person. <laughs> Deja vu. <laughs> no, it's just the only person that I know in history that name starts with. That's name is Sigmund. I don't I've know. Never heard of, I've never heard of another Sigmund in my entire existence except name, for Sigmund Freud. I don't I'm know. Who name Sigmund my child Freud is. Sigmund. I've never heard that name before until now. <laughs> um, so basically, swine. he theorized that these experiences resulted from repressed desires or memories related to a stressful event that people could no longer access with their regular memory. Um, I also think, and I mean, I don't know a crazy amount of psychology, but it kind of seems like Sigmund kind of had a lot of problems himself. Yeah. Just with the, like a lot of his theories, like he's like, you bite your nails, that means that you had something in your butthole as a child. You know what I mean? Like, it's so weird. Like, they, the oral and, like, you know what I mean? Like The, the oral connection theory. you just made, Shane's uncanny. <laughs> well, they say, like, oh, so the child goes through all these different, like, and I could be wrong because it's been so long since I've studied this, but there's, like, an oral f- phase and, like, that's at this certain age, like, two to five. And this is not exactly what it is, but this is just, like, an example. And if something happened to you that was traumatic during the stage, you mm. bite your nails. You do things with your mouth. You know what I mean? Like, you mm. chew okay. on bottle caps. Something mm. traumatic at that point happened to you. So he has a lot of theories like that. And there's, like, the anal stage. <laughs> I might be making the anal stage. But... <laughs> yeah, it's your bite a lot. I was like, Shannon, you want to you wanna admit to something here? He's like, if you, you hit that anal stage... 
you actually drink a lot. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just, he's got a lot of, like, outlandish Calling theories. Calling out every alcoholic on the planet right now. <laughs> Something happened to your anus at a young age. Um, you might have fallen on a rock and split it I'd have fallen. <laughs> I had to get a new one because it had a crack in it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, it says that scientists use this theory called paramnesia to explain deja vu for a large part of the 20th century. But... Basically, over the years, many scientists ignored deja vu completely due to its frequent association with past life experiences, ESP, and alien abductions. And it's funny because I feel like at least out of our friends and, like, the people that I've been around, I feel like it is such a common, like, conception that deja vu is either you died in a different parallel universe and then you jumped into the current one i've heard that theory so mm-hmm. many times yeah and i don't know if that's like around here if anybody anybody who's listening to this could like tell us if they've also heard that but <clears throat> i've heard that and i've also heard like oh like a different you in a parallel universe is also doing this at the same time as you i've also heard that one as well yeah, yeah so I, I i wonder where people got that kind of notion um they say that parallel universes because there's an infinite amount right and they can be so close together that like, theoretically speaking, you can skip and jump between them without meaning to, you know, having sense like maybe this universe is a split of a second behind than, than the one you're currently in and you've skipped to it and you're just- uh, I would have to that guy. You know, yeah, shit, that, that's weird, mom, what's up, you know? And a little bit ago, I was thinking uh, that there is a very well-known theory of, um, and not so much theory, I think this is like a true conception of it, but like time itself doesn't exist. It's um, like a man-made creation here for us on earth um, that we've used to, you know, perceive time and and segments of then and now, you know, it's kind of organizing it so everything's not like happening all at once. It's kind of like a little evolutional type of thing here. because I mean, you, like we all know, about, like Einstein's thought uh, law of relativity and everything, time is so different. It a lot of it doesn't even exist. But you can kind of you know, if we were to go travel to like a different planet, you know, the gravity can be so different on there where we can go there for two seconds, come back. But the you know, Earth have we just went through sixteen years. You know, I actually heard. It's funny that you bring that up because I actually saw a video of some guy trying to like you know layman's terms dumb it down a lot of like you know time travel and speed like that he's like he's like we're already time traveling we're time traveling because that's just how the universe works he's like but if you want to like break it down say you have a giant fan and the very end of the fan is moving at 99% the speed of light well the closer to the center you go I mean the either like he's saying it as the opposite like the slower it will be so he's like, while the outside is spinning at 99% the speed of light, the inside is speeding at 90% the speed of light. So everything's mm-hmm. going to be distorted. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, that, I was like, that's a really good way to put it. I was like, I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And that's just how like we like, that's just how we've perceived time to be. I mean, depending on that could go back to different type of species creating their own gravitational field where time doesn't even pertain to them. I mean, time never really exists to them because they've controlled 
aspects of space to, I mean, to where they can just imagine they, do just, like they just show up here <laughs> like, ha, look at you uncultured fool still using time. For uh-huh. real, like, uh-huh. it would be crazy. So with the theory of everything happening at once, I think that sometimes maybe your brain gets a little, like, little hiccup mm-hmm. and you kind of just glitch back a little bit and you're like, well, this yeah. is fucking weird. But like, let's go back to like what you were saying about how like the parallel universe is how you like switch places with your parallel world, your parallel self. Mm-hmm. Just imagine the dude was eating half his food, switches place with a parallel person, and he goes like, shit, I was already eating half my food. The other guy's like, how the fuck did I get food and why is it half gone? <laughs> yeah, really. It's like, I was hungry. Maybe he's like, I was wow. waiting for dinner. I don't remember eating all this. Yeah, that that's would be, funny. Oh my God. I would hate to not remember eating. I love eating so Yeah, much. I'd rather be like, shit, I already ate all this. Wait a second, you didn't bring me food? What? Then where did it go? There we go. Food. <laughs> so it says some researchers uh, it says some researchers also report that the more tired or stressed that you are the more likely you are to experience deja vu which would make sense because you just time slows down yeah uh or time was it time slows down when you're stressed god i hate and, that like perception wise yeah. i mean yeah you can't you can't look at a clock and be like i'm stressed and then yeah but it's like, funny because like some guy did research like you know the whole how you know life or death situations like everything is perceived slower mm-hmm. but realistically it, you can't perceive it any slower because your eyes are set to a fixed rate no matter what yeah so you can't perceive something it's how we explained it. i was like what yeah. time is not linear we just perceive it that way because we're insignificant humans who are Very. still we're, we're small brain yeah of course we are not big brain we're if you heard time. about our um podcast last week about aliens um tune in if you haven't <laughs> <laughs> so anyways i just did a plug for our own podcast in our podcast deja vu no shame <laughs> um shit so also shame. <laughs> some theories also say that it could be a past life or even a dream that has been stored away which i could see the dream thing mm-hmm. you know like you kind of mix that up with what actually happened in real life if it's realistic enough sometimes it could be a memory or the past life thing you, have you ever actually heard wherever you your birthmark is is like where you like got killed or something like that <laughs> yeah and some I, sort of representation i actually because the there's life. um i, I don't know and what region <laughs> continent part of the world it was from but i heard a story of um this it was a woman and her mother her mother was like on her deathbed old age you know sick just natural causes and so she took uh like white chalk or white paint and put a mark on the back of her neck and she told her daughter that she would be back jump forward sometime her daughter has a baby and the baby has a birthmark in the exact same place as the white spot that her mom put on the back of her neck like same space same size and all that stuff and then there's another story that's infinitely more uh famous at least to my understanding of the kid who uh, said he was a reincarnated World War II soldier and actually went to <clears throat> Pearl Harbor and was like, this is the boat I was on. This is where I died. And like explained the entire history of that boat, the crew members, his previous life, all 100% accurate. And the kid never once knew anything about World War II, mm-hmm. the bombing of Pearl Harbor. He, knew, he never learned any of it never did any research he's like i know all of this already that's insane and like his like and he was like crying and begging his parents to bring him there to say goodbye to his former body mm-hmm. oh. and the kid was like here here it is they like he 
pretty much just what did the tour uh, guide's job. He's like, that's where I was stationed. This is what I did. Blah, blah, like describing everything. And was even like pinpointing names of the other crew members that like died on the ship. And sure enough, you go to the list of like all the other crew members on the ship. There's their names. That's insane. I think that's really cool because like, which we should also do a an episode on reincarnation. I would love yeah. to do. But back to my list. So some people actually think it might be a comparison between the vibrations of radio waves in our world and the vibration of alternate universes. Because our universe and alternate universe aren't vibrating in unison, we aren't able to go in and out of these dimensions. So it's weird, though, because I feel like everything does kind of have, like, a vibration to it. Like, we actually spoke yeah. about it previously. But it's everything just... Everything exists. Definitely. You know, and, like, there's a, higher yeah. and lower vibrations. And, like, when you go into a room and there's a low vibration in there, you feel uncomfortable. And, like... Yeah, I can't remember who I was talking to about it, but... We, we got onto the conversation about like everything is just sound. Everything is just sound. It just depends on how compressed the sound is and like how, uh, like it could be so compressed it turns into like a physical atom and object. You know, we're just goofing around with it. But it, I mean, in theory, it's everything has a vibration. Everything is a vibration, and it's just the way that it uh, is formed, I suppose. But that's a very complex uh, thing to kind of delve into. Delve into, yeah, for sure. Guys, did you hear that uh, supposedly we're getting the zombie apocalypse this year? Nice. What? Let's go. A Nostradamus prediction. No Let's go. Way. Supposedly in one of his, because he did like, you know, Yo, Joe, almost 7,000 Remember the power this podcast has. Yeah. But <laughs> careful yes, what you say. Right. Seriously. Supposedly, like, it, oh. there was like, a, apparently there was like a specific date and time that was like three days ago. As Nostradamus always does. Yeah. But it was like three or four days ago. And the CDC is a joke. Already put out like a zombie preparation guide. Mm-hmm. Granted, it's like copy paste all the movie stuff that you do. Sure, but it's just I was like, because I heard about, it, I was like, you know, that would be fitting for I saw, 2021. I saw a thumbnail to a video on YouTube from CNN YouTube. Yep, that something bizarre is currently happening in Chernobyl. Stop. I, I swear I saw this. Yeah, we already, talked, we already talked about zombies. it. It came out two days ago, yeah. which was after you brought that up. So I'm like, yeah. well, it's getting more I attention saying, now. <laughs> I was saying, it's it's becoming active again. Like we were, when I said in the Chernobyl episode, it's becoming active again, and nobody has any idea what the hell is going on and why it's getting active again. But they're like, if it does decide to go supernova again, it's going to be infinitely worse than the first time it went explodey boy. Why explodey Explody boy? boy? Why did you have to bring up the fucking zombies? This shit's gonna happen. Listen, I didn't bring it up. Nostradamus already brought it up once. Years ago. <laughs> He's paraphrasing. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm just paraphrasing what Nostradamus already said. Oh my god. Yeah, but supposedly, like, it was like three or four days ago, like at like five in the morning, supposedly, it was like, oh yeah, by the way, that's the start of the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Watch it have happened though. I mean, it, there's always the slow start, but once it starts, I mean, we know like COVID. COVID. Yeah. Like COVID was, was a thing in, in December, November. Yeah, we're like, hi, that guy ate a bat. And then it, by December, yeah. people were like, yo, there's this thing. And then like, you know, then it was like, quite, in my world, it was quite until the end of February where it's like, yo, by the way, half the world's infected. Yeah. I'm like, what? I want to say, like, I want to say somebody on YouTube just like a, like a little, like, 
how long would it take for the U.S. to fall in the case of zombie apocalypse? And I want to say we got like... Less than a month. I think it was like 25 days. <laughs> 25 days and the entire U.S. population was wiped out from zombies. Yeah, I think I... it lasted a month. 70, no, not 70. I was like, I, I think they said if it started story. in like New York, it would take like 25 days for it to go... I want to get the whole the US. before oh my God. Um, I feel like too, in the U.S., we feel so untouchable by so much shit that happens in the world because like all these other countries are so close together. And I feel like when COVID was happening, like it's so stupid to think this way, but I was like, oh yeah, like that's really, that's really bad. But like, you don't think it's going to hit here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because we're so far away from all those places. And then all of a sudden it's here and it's like, yeah. wow, this is You want to know where the safe place was? Montana. You want to know why? Nobody fucking lives there. Let's move to Montana. Dude, if we get some, like, Daisy or, like, Shaun of the Dead type of days goofy later. ass zombies, we'd be, we might have that chance. But these things are sprinting at me, bro. They don't get tired. I get tired when I run. I got asthma, my, my man. So my man. Uh, I'm going to have to have to stay up somewhere tippy top of, of somewhere high or just call it quits. Yeah, what know. if they World War Z it? That, so World War Z was written by uh, Mark something. I can't remember his full name, but Walmart. he was like the number one leading expert in, in zombies. So his representation is the most accurate representation of what zombies would look like. So that movie that you see with Brad Pitt... Yeah, that's it's funny. the never, most accurate I representation. I've never watched that movie. It's horrifying. I have not either. It's horrifying, dude. The way they act, they're like, it's 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 a virus using a body as a vehicle. So they don't care what happens. They just want to get that virus spread. They just want to boom, 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 spread to host, to host, to host. It was, it's, it's unbelievable. Like, they don't get tired, right? They'll run on broken ankles faster Ugh. than you can run on fixed ankles. It, it's it's unbelievable. Like, it. You have to, like, the book itself, I read a little bit of You know what today I'm waiting for? <laughs> I'm waiting for the day that the parasitic fungus finally figures out how to infect people. What What are you talking about? There's a fungus. Don't even talk about that, it. That, no, there's, a, there, a, there's a fungus idea. out there. Or it's either like a, I want to say it's a fungus, but it literally zombifies insects. No. It, it full-on it full takes over. They always said that I was a mushroom because I'm a fun, fun guy. guy. I literally was going to say that. I found the video. Well, if you're... He is just instigating you right now. No, because I forgot about the horsehair worm, and I forgot about how creepy of like a parasite it was. Right, and Here, segue yeah. back into... All right, Joe, so what are you even talking about right now with the zombie virus or okay. something? So there's uh, a handful of different types of parasitic uh, like worms and funguses out there. I hate parasites, dude. That shit keeps me off. So there's like a parasitic fungus that's like only goal is just to like reproduce. So it like infects ants. Ew. And it takes the ants to get them and like basically takes over their entire body function. It gets them onto a leaf and then proceeds to kill them. And like their stalk literally, like the fungus stalk erupts out of the fucking skull of the ant. And then, you know, be more specific. Why don't you? (laughs) Do they even have schools? They have an exoskeleton. Yeah. So it's just Skull right out of their head. Outside, so yeah. straight out of their forehead. Uh, yeah. And uh, then there's uh, the horsehair worm parasite, which basically lives in water. And um, 
it, it, these are all insect only. They cannot get into people. There's no yeah, way. Well, like, so did COVID. So yeah, but no, these <laughs> ones like legitimately cannot infect people. Well, COVID was an animal what only I disease. So, <laughs> so was AIDS. Oh, oh God, stop. <laughs> but uh, so the horsehair worm, it's um, basically starts life in the water in like a like a murky pool, stagnant pool, and it gets uh picked up by like mayflies and mosquitoes and then it just kind of like hibernates itself inside of the mosquito and the um mayfly until it gets you know eaten by another insect and then when it gets eaten by the other insect then it's like hey (laughs) i'm here here." so like they use crickets as an example because crickets are like one of the most common at least from what i was able to see research wise that they can like exist in and so it basically takes control of the cricket but it's like it still can move around like normal it just makes it to where it does not chirp whatsoever to draw attention to itself and it tri- basically tries to make a beeline to water so that way it can escape Since, the cr- yeah. escape the cricket and then basically restart over again and the videos of these things, like oh, of, of them getting in and out of the fucking insects. Oh, just getting out of the insect. It's crazy because you're like, it's okay. a little itty bitty bug, I need to and it's it. just like giant fucking like worm. No, and it's so cool. And I found the video no. that I originally found. All right, all right, let's see it. Let's all right. I gotta see this. That's fucking gnarly. Yeah. So literally, they attach themselves to another to one bug. Yeah, they live inside. Just to go back to the water. Yeah. So ringworm isn't that like a like a relatively harmless? I don't want to say harmless because I don't actually know its um, you know its its harmfulness, but I just know that it's frequent that people like yeah I got ring a lot of athletes like yeah, yeah. on mats and stuff like I got yeah ringworm, and that's the zombie ringworm. ant that's the fungus that affects the ants it looks like yeah. a- so it literally t- it like affects the ant it makes the ant like go onto the bottom of the leaf and then once it gets to the bottom of the leaf it literally erupts out of the head of the ant to fall onto the, like, floor to redo its life cycle as a fungus. Why did you, like, make me understand that this world is even more fucked up? We uh, say society's fucked up. Imagine being that ant. Mother nature is breaking. It's, I know. It's I, I was everything. saying, then there's the, uh, the jeweled cockroach wasp. Basically, it's parasitic story. Is it really? It's kind of like... It's just to, it kind of just keep its young alive. So it lays eggs like a normal, like insect. But the way it does it, it's kind of like alien. Mm, so out of the chest. Not I mean, kinda. It, so it finds its victim, it, it which is like a cockroach. So it uh, stings the cockroach to like kind of like paralyze it, and then it takes another, um, perfectly, um like planted dose of venom directly into the brain to um, basically give it this euphoric state no and slow its metabolism way down and then it late and it then it basically zombifies the cockroach into like just just existing drags it by the antennas back to its burrow lays its eggs on the like exterior of the cockroach buries it alive and then leaves. So that way when the uh, jeweled um, wasps young hatch, it has a fresh 
live cockroach to feed off of and come out to existence. If you guys could see Archie's face right now, he's literally like holding his mouth and then he like cradled his head in his hands. He's I'm so full sad. of the I most hate, random information possible. I, I hate parasites. That was G- National more. Geographic with Joe Bowen. Yeah. I hate parasites more than like, cause I, I literally see centipedes as just giant parasites just roaming around the ground. Like that's why I, I hate It's funny so cause much. they're not. I know, but they probably and they're, have a oh, oh my god! <laughs> they're helpful to the environment. The environment? They're not helpful. They're not helpful. <laughs> we're we're, so we're going to give you an entire episode by yourself. I'm just fucking I'm just Joe's National Geographic's like, explanation of like, yeah, how certain animals are just yeah. fucking dying yeah. and shit. I was saying, there's another parasite. I don't really know much about it, but it's, um, it's in bird poop. And it basically, like, movie zombieifies roly-polyolis. Roly polyolis. Yo, I love that we call them roly polyolis. Since we were kids, roly polyolis. So on that subject <laughs> of bird shit and roly polyolis, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Deja Vu and or Deja Vu on what the heck. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for watching. watching. You're not even watching. Well, I don't know what I'm talking about. And she's lost it. She's got a parasite. She's got a parasite in her brain. She started this up. So thank you. You're the starting. Um, Thank you so much for listening to this episode of What the Hex. And you just listened to our Deja Vu episode. Be sure sure to check us out on Instagram and uh, give us some feedback with uh, anything you guys think we want to talk about in the future. Yeah, if you uh, have an interesting subject that you would like to hear us lose our absolute shit over... Not parasites, please. Ah, parasites. Definitely not. (laughs) Or if you would actually even want to send in a story for us to read, we'd love to hear your personal experiences. Yeah, thanks again for joining in on What the Hex. (laughs) Ew. Fuck you, stupid horse hair piece of shit.